0: Hey, doing? I'm Michael Bell, the voice of Duke. Hi, this is Adrienne Palicki, Lady J. Hey there, it's Rachel Nichols, A.K.A. Scarlet. And if you're listening, and you are listening to, and you're listening to Anything Joe's, a collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe with Greg and Jaren. Yo, Yo Joe. Joe.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to Anything Joes, a collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe. My name is Greg Engel. And I'm Jaron Decker. And we'll be your hosts today. They done Anything Joes, we're back on the Pyramid of Darkness, Episode 2. I guess it goes without saying that uh, even though we had an introduction at the start of the first episode that I wish to apologize When Jaren and I were doing research on watching these, I was like, let's start at the beginning and go from there. And I had immediately forgotten that the regular series, which launches with Pyramid of Darkness, had two five-part miniseries before it, which is why there was some initial confusion about characters that were showing up and how many people were in it, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, my bad. But essentially, it's not a huge deal because most of these stories, you could watch them in any order that you wanted to, really, and it doesn't truly affect it. I was right about one thing. I did note that QuickKit... Quick kick was shown in the base before they met him, and that is accurate. They meet him later on in this series. So that was one thing I said that didn't happen. But for the most part, in the you know, in the ten episodes that came prior to this, it introduced a lot of the baseline characters. So just for your reference, Jaren, A lot of the characters that were inter- being introduced to for the first time in this series is like Tomax Samot. I don't think Alpine and Bazooka and all those guys were featured very prominently. It was like th- this stuff happened like kind of in between those years. So they were they are right. introducing a lot of new characters, um, but we have seen some of these guys prior. So makes sense. Um, yeah. Let's get right into it. We'll go ahead and watch episode two, Jaren, Before we start, I would uh, there's one essential part of the G.I. Joe cartoon experience that you haven't gotten that we got as a kid and it is how did they get out of this situation? (laughs) All the five parters in on a bit of a cliffhanger and as a kid you were constantly like, how are they going to get out of this? They've got buzzsaws, and the walls are closing in on them and they're going to get smushed. So I would love to uh, ask you how do you think Shipwreck and Snake Eyes will get out of this Ridiculous trap that they found themselves in.
0: Alright,
2: so there's like things coming up from the floor and blades coming down the mm-hmm. hall, right? Did they pull that? Wasn't there like a robot there at the doorway?
1: There is a robot there at the doorway.
2: Maybe they like pull him in there and like, 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 uh, like, uh, you know, a new hope it and like kind of jab him in there and. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking
1: very you're thinking very practically and in the the Joe cartoon doesn't exist in a practical world they oh, right. do whatever they want Damn. whenever they want <laughs> so let's fire it up there is a short recap uh, in case you didn't watch the last episode or you it's been a while um this will give you a little bit of a of a, a, a recap If I'm remembering correctly, the intro to this is different on the other five-parters, but this is the intro that, you know, uh, until the second season, basically, I think this is the most well-known intro of them all. They used to say um, G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro. They didn't say the terrorist enemy in the first part. Um, I don't know why, but that is one of the, the small changes that made it.
0: Daring, highly trained special mission force its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world it never up. Stay till the bikes it's
1: weird that they all come running out of that like were they on <laughs> they, were they on board and it crashed and they were like we're good but everybody else did die so
2: they exist in the uh, Fast and the Furious universe.
1: Ah, that makes Explosions sense. Explosions do like We jumped the Skystriker over the moon into it.
0: ...but this is only the first step in Cobra's master plan to build a pyramid of darkness, beneath which no source of electrical energy will... ...except
1: function. beneath that pyramid.
2: <laughs> ...so in the Southern Hemisphere.
0: ...at the entrance to the Control Cube Factory. As we begin the next exciting episode of G.I. Joe the Pyramid of
1: Darkness. You oh must goodness. you gotta assume they don't have a lot of intruders because it cuts the floor up completely.
2: <laughs> They're so much smaller in this view. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh. Right at the heels of their feet. Enter and get to
2: work. Stop. Is that just so, what they do? Like, if, if you have a cold, do you just die? Like, right. so Just it's keep funny. trying. Just keep trying. Actually,
1: sorry, before we get into this, on this particular still frame, I do like how the Cobra logos look like they're happy. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Cobra. Um, it's it's funny because every time I watch this, fairly recently to prepare for this episode, and I for a split second I thought Shipwreck was actually saying the wrong thing, and Shipwreck or and Polly corrects him, which would be which would make sense, right? Like what if he said yeah. the Super Snake rule? You know, like he was missing a word. But instead, the, it's implied that it's just like the his the. Um, Emphasis, I guess, he's putting on the words that Polly is able to do correctly. Polly, which doesn't sound even close to a human being on any aspect of it, uh, <laughs> somehow. How come Snake Eyes put a hat on and shipwreck
2: didn't? Is this that was one the better? same thing. Like if you're has, still wearing the mask, that he has was, two little. Lo-
1: he has two little nose holes. Also, on his like his mask is just really, really out
0: there. <laughs> <sighs>
2: He's just sweating profusely. (laughs) Do you think Cobra has like a vocal coach? Like, that's your first week? Like, everyone learns how to (laughs) say. That's right. How to say the password. Yeah. Don't mess it up. You get one shot.
1: (laughs) So, underneath this, uh, Century City, I think is what it's called. Um, they, that's where they're like building all of this stuff. It's like a, I don't know if it's supposed to be a front for Cobra or they just have like, they're secretly doing all this stuff.
2: Work with your Stop. dog and Since bird. Mm hmm. Say they called him
1: out. Ah,
0: uh, look, uh, you want the parrot and pooch for target practice? They're all yours. Just don't tell Destro who told you to take them. Uh, Destro owns those animals? Well, Hitler had a canary until of the hun like goldfish. <laughs> Stop. Well, I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> so. Just Kids to be cartoon clear, and throwing out,
2: just,
1: <laughs> right? Just to, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Welcome to our fictional world where everything is a cartoon, and we dance with light and every, and animals do their own world. And also, just a reminder: World War Two definitely <laughs> happened in this world. There are some real world repercussions. And and I know this won't be in the video. I'll I'll have to take a screenshot of it. But if you back up. <laughs> YouTube has got an uh, auto subtitle system where they try to take the audio and turn it into a subtitle. And in this particular clip, they have determined that what Shipwreck is saying is Heil Hitler. <laughs> that is so funny to me. <laughs>
0: I mean, all right, you're
1: all right, shipwreck. You you convinced them. You're a bad it's guy.
2: association, I guess. Like,
1: I guess, I guess, I guess so. It's just it's funny that they took that that leap on their own. Timbers is Timbers, Timbers. Timbers looking at him like, "What'd you say?"
0: Start hauling titanium. Cobra Commander needs the rest of them cubes. Thanks for letting us establish temporary headquarters.
1: Ah, the beautiful USS flag.
2: you have all those green shirts. I, I know, right? when they're especially
1: when they're bad luck at That's That's why you didn't get a figure, Admiral Ledger, you sexist piece of crap. <laughs>
2: Wheels oh, ask me for directions! that's zooming. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. I mean, look at that. They're going from Japan to the U.S. in, like, three <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds.
1: <laughs> it's a very
0: high-tech.
1: Ah, my favorite acute vacation spot.
2: It's very acute. <laughs> I
0: will need someone to maintain surveillance aboard the carrier. And I'm sure you'll pick the right man for the
1: job. <laughs> Green shirts are like, Woman she power! Lead, She's
2: my We're off to watch Barbie! <laughs> I am Kenneth. <Ken-off. laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about these. Yeah,
1: the old fatal fluffies. Cracking that whip. Talking about a lot of green shirts.
2: Bunch of Krampuses, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
2: there's no you... shot. There's no <laughs> shot that a four wheeler can propel itself in zero gravity. There's no shot.
1: No. <laughs> No, listen, Jared, I know what you're thinking, but here's the thing. They're driving on air. Uh-huh, oh. uh-huh. Maybe he's got a nitrous thing back there and it was just, like, propelling him.
2: <laughs> I like that he's, like, hanging on to it like it's a like a scuba thing, you know? Like, yeah. go with those. <laughs> Is this a recurring thing? Does he sing? Is that just a character trait?
1: No, it's not. Uh... <laughs> And as perplexing as the fact that it had a musical accompaniment, accompaniment behind it, there was like a violin or a banjo or something playing. Like, where was that coming from? Uh, One of the green shirts
2: just like new. Like he, he's like, oh, it's time, okay. right?
1: <laughs> Code name: Violin. Play. If I was a Fatal Fluffy, I'd whip him too, man. I like how Junkyard is just like scooting along somehow.
2: <laughs> he looks like he's limping so badly. But <laughs>
1: they uh, cool. <laughs> like, well, bye. So that's a crazy stupid thing to be inside a satellite. (laughs) You go to Burger King. Buy me fries. Got it. Fries. Doubles. Whoppers.
2: Lunch break. (laughs) I like that all the Joes understand what down means. No (laughs) one else questions it. (laughs) I
1: agree, work
2: sucks!
1: (laughs) Wow, Dusty, if you could do that, maybe just fight them.
2: Yeah, maybe just throw them earlier.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, G. God, some tremendous structural damage there, Dusty. To where? You guys are in a satellite. <laughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna like swim home through outer space. Quick,
0: I hope much time is perfect. He's going
1: crack us! Go Joe! So the plan here is they switch off the gravity, Dusty jumps, and then I guess the gravity will come on at, before he Becomes a pancake. They uh, he, he tell he said give me two minutes. So does that mean he's been flat? He's been falling.
2: I'm not a mathematician, but I feel like wouldn't like tr- your trajectory and like force like wouldn't that all just continue? So this is exactly what I was talking about in the last
1: episode. Gia Joe has damaged my understanding of science as a whole. I'm like I'm like, okay, so he got down there, they turned gravity off again, so he's floating. Why does he wouldn't float like all the way back up? I mean like I'm legitimately I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how the only unrealistic part of it that I know for sure is that they were they had synchronized their watches precisely to make sure Dusty didn't turn into a pancake
0: at the bottom there. <laughs>
1: He's like saluting in air. That's pretty, pretty
0: funny.
1: Oh, they broke it again. You don't have any Joes in the room with you, do you? That you're just letting them hear the whole plan.
0: <laughs>
2: Man, if only gravity kicked back in right now. So they'd wow. stop falling. <laughs> the weird thing is, he put on his brakes and all three of
1: them threw off their
0: off the ATV. are you okay? Dusty, get a message back to... who? scar
1: love that cobra chopper that's hauling that thing in yeah
2: ah surveying surveying the land that's important
1: and that is it's got a, the cube has to be in the exact right spot for some reason
2: you'd hate the pyramid to not be a true pyramid here's another kind of trapezoid. super
1: seven super seven ultimate reference it comes with the sander and he has a head that has the lava on it
2: Oh really? That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty great. That's a good reference. Nothing must with cube placement. Cobra! If it's off by one centimeter, the whole plan's ruined.
1: I'd love to see what the inside of the cube looks like. Is it all just loaded down with computer stuff? Can a person get inside? You don't ever really see any, any workings
2: of it. Is it just a cube? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now there's $5 billion down the drain.
2: Are they just laying so, in lava?
1: That is would be precisely the, the point that I was prepared to make, <laughs> is that there is an awful lot of them in the red soup that clearly can't be lava, right? There's no such thing as lukewarm lava, so are we to believe that it's a... I don't know. What would turn water red? Like is it some Maybe kind there's of There's
2: like a clay and like a like a clay that it's around or something? I don't know, no.
1: I don't know. I do know that Flint's face looks real dumb here.
2: (laughs) I mean, so does Lady Jane's. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Frame by frame, this show will break apart at the seams. They're not
2: intended to be paused. (laughs) If you watch it
1: frame by frame, it's like you're coming down from an acid trip and everything's just a little wiggly. That's the color of my flesh
0: being burnt off. am
2: <laughs> using humor to, to subsidize the pain. Alright.
0: <laughs> we
1: should only need like four or five cubes total.
2: <laughs> yeah, you tell them, Paul. Okay, so four, <laughs> cubes. four. They're, they're producing them too fast. Right, they're pumping them out like <laughs> Three crazy. Three are already gone, we, and that's, one. That's is exactly. There. That's exactly
1: right. <laughs> they're all oriented this way except for this one, but they're pumping them out like crazy. We got spares. Well,
2: gave it away? <laughs> I've never seen a door labeled so clearly. So largely. Chief Engineer's got a huge (laughs) ego. Chief Engineer (laughs) Bopper's
1: so full of himself.
0: Bingo!
1: Bingo, Dancing Cube screensaver! (laughs) Wow, look at that laser disc.
2: Get up, boys. Be, be ashamed shame if someone shot that little parrot. I know, right? I mean, these
1: are... I'm willing... This is maybe the most believable part. The Cobra Troopers are too inept to even shoot a bird. Oh, my hat. See ya. Now I'm just regular old Snake Eyes. They come outside. Everybody's like,
0: Oh my God, Snake Eyes is here. I can't believe
2: it. Where'd the guy with the hat go? <laughs> Like the uh, the Phineas and Ferb show, that little that little platypus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so many green no. shirts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everything Zartan picks up on his monitor will be broadcast out on joke frequency? That's the idea. But first we need a diversion. <laughs> okay.
1: Exposition. <laughs> wow, just break that electrical cord. These guys are have no fear of plunging this satellite into doom.
2: <laughs> but that felt good. Hmm. Wasn't us. <laughs> They're as dumb as AR Rudley.
1: I have to take a second and tell you how much it irritates me that the voice of the fatal fluffies goes up an octave when they're angry, I guess. It's the least intimidating thing. Like, if they were getting, I feel like if they started to get defeated, they would, it would be, it would add to their defeat because they would be like, these guys are weenies. Like, listen to their voice. It's less, it would be more believable if when they were the little guys that they sounded like that. Did we talk about whether the Fatal Fluffies are like aliens or genetic mutations? There's some ambiguous stuff going on here.
2: I think other than the fact that that we said they're grim ones. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) Hi, my name's Dusty. I've repaired repaired refrigerators in the past. I'm not sure if I'll be able to put this splash dripper on, but oh wait, it's just two cords, guys. Uh, I think I've got it figured out
2: <laughs> Just cut I'm this one while it's running Clearly With a metal with a metal saw I'm just going to go through this electrical current
1: I'm not a refrigerator Repairman and I'm smart <laughs> enough to know That that's a pretty crazy thing to do Is to saw a cord on while it's clearly in use
2: <laughs> I learned that sticking metal on electric Is not the way to go Yeah right <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like, how many refrigerators have you actually successfully repaired, Dusty? Or is it why you joined the military? Hmm. Which is because they don't have names, as far as I
2: could tell. These welding tools the behind. Nice. Mean.
1: Yeah, where did he get that? I guess it could have been one of his tools. Meanwhile, somewhere else on the same satellite,
0: <laughs>
2: that is giant because you can fall for two minutes and not reach even the though, ground. Even though, even though the name of this episode
1: is Rendezvous at the City of the Dead," the City of the Dead, which we just saw there, basically isn't in this episode at all. <laughs> I'm not real sure why they why they laid it out like that. We saw the there's the uh, the last cube also is in the like uh, the snow element somewhere.
0: Retaliation, sunk, and that's no bunk. Roadblock,
1: <laughs> Roadblock rhyme? That must be true.
0: Said didn't he?
1: That would be the great name for a movie sequel. Well,
0: that's
1: just what we're gonna do. <laughs> I like these little blue shirt guys. Also, the little sailor boys.
2: Pause it real quick, because I just did. I just did some Google math. It's okay. according. To Google math, a falling body to fall for two minutes would be 19.6 miles. So, it's a pretty big What?
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just a small,
1: just a small, well, okay, so I guess, I mean, like, I'm going to play devil's advocate, but if I was riding a G.I. Joe episode in the 80s, and pre, you know, pre-internet, I couldn't be like, uh, hey, chat GPT, what's, uh, if I turn gravity off for two minutes, blah, 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 blah. You, I guess you just got to wing it, right? So I give them, <laughs> I give them a little bit of credit to be like, I mean, there's no fact checking to be done other than what, however, I don't even, how did you fact check stuff back then, young Greg? <laughs> well, I didn't. I probably, I probably opened up an encyclopedia and wrote it down verbatim and then turned in my paper using that because there was no internet I couldn't prove it.
0: <laughs> this cube chasing detachment
2: you and i are a uniquely capable combination don't you think like mix no never mind to me airtight i'll just mellow out until we hit the city of the dead i'm
0: gonna use this time to double check my computations on fuel consumption
2: what is his specialty supposed to be airtight yeah
1: Airtight's is like a is like a chemical warfare specialist
2: okay so, so he, maybe so knowing yeah. about fuel and stuff okay
1: it's, just, it's okay. feasible.
2: Yeah. It's, it's more a, feasible. It's, it's more feasible that's
1: more feasible than the idea that they would let a stoner like Footloose join their team. Such a laid back infantry man.
0: <laughs> he also
1: he also wouldn't allow any women to be in charge, so that helped. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh,
2: right away, sir. Yeah, Dang, how many how many of those do they have? How <laughs> many Sky Strikers? <laughs> as many as you need. It's pouring. Ice peak the mountain of glass. And we're going to climb it, bazook, hand over hand,
0: dangling in space, thousands of feet in the air. Ain't that exciting? No, sickening. Why you say that? in. Oh, Oh, well,
2: don't worry. We won't do that. I want Alpine's outfit. Alpine
1: and Bazooka have got to be one of the great, like, buddy-cop duos from, you know, specifically from the cartoon. They weren't really like this in the comic book so much. And it's like this through basically the whole series. uh, And I I, I think it's great. They're just such a funny team together. And they play off each other very well. I mean, Airtight and Footloose, I think, in this particular scenario is a good combo. But Alpine-Mazooka is just like a famous pairing. <laughs> so we got a little Indiana Jones cart racing going on here. Clearly, I mean, it had to be influenced by it.
0: <laughs>
1: look like they're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> so, shipwreck has got to try to get the the motor going. So, the most normal thing, of course, is that Timber will take over for him and help <laughs> pull the trolley. It really does. Uh, I mean, like, just give that guy a suit. Give that wolf a suit. He is a, a full fledged member, as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't
2: look that rusty.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. The Timber, once again to the day, is like, I, you want me to just kill Cobra Commander also? I do a lot of work for
2: a Scooby Snack, bro. Man, if they hadn't been dancing for so long, they would have already caught them. These guys are wearing jetpacks in
1: addition to having some kind of turbo-powered lift. It's almost like the Joe should have stolen one of those things and not the <laughs> hand cart. <laughs> 10,000 gold fang shillings. 10,000 gold fang shillings.
2: <laughs> They're going to be so, these little of pennies, right? Like <laughs> They they referenced
1: this somewhere else also, either in the previous episode or early in this episode, but it seems to be implied that cobra as a whole or at the very least at the lower levels are paid on a currency that is unique to cobra they don't get paid in dollars they get or you know whatever they have their own currency which is funny to me because i'm thinking well how do you guys make money (laughs) they're spending they'd be spending their own currency in the co in century city uh, I'm thinking I'm getting that name of that city wrong now. Maybe it's called Enterprise City because of extensive enterprises. Mm. Anyway, it's like they're—I don't know. It's funny to me that they have their own type of currency to 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 use. I guess just in the city itself. I can't imagine there's that many Cobra places that have that openly accept Cobra bucks or whatever.
2: Maybe, maybe there's a good exchange rate. I mean, you never know. Maybe you remember that coin that we that Patrick got us? Yeah.
1: I wonder if it's in any way a reference to that.
2: It is the so, this year's was gold.
1: It is gold. It doesn't specifically say you know that terminology. It's just like a flat. Sorry, I got to switch so I can see my screen. It's just a flat Cobra Commander coin ruler world. I have to imagine that that's kind of what the money would look like. It's just some kind of like coin that obviously would have Cobra Commander's face on it,
2: but that's, um, that's what all those pouches are for. They've got all the coins. That's all the coins, right? <laughs> throw the coins out throw the coins. <laughs> they all look like I uh, Sonic when they get beat.
1: I you know, for guys that can't shoot for nothing, using a jetpack and a mineshaft is a pretty you gotta have some pretty dedicated skills. That yeah. dude's gonna get run over. <laughs> that dude was gonna get sawed in half. <laughs>
0: Wow, Timber, Timber. that's like three? Yeah, that's like three
1: or four for you in a row, buddy. Sheesh. If if you can increase thrust, why don't you just turn it all the way up? Ram these fools off the road. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Did he listen for it?
0: I don't know, doing? but
1: I I, I like that part quite a bit actually. <laughs> it shows up Snake Eyes finesse a little bit. It was a good shot, like an overhead shot. Yeah. I think that was. I think that's pretty well done.
2: That part was cool. The weird little hearing it thing.
1: Not as much. Wow, they those guys stopped on a dime.
2: A Did their guns switch? They have like the traditional Joe rifle now, where they had cover weapons.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the only way they they have to shoot different color lasers, that so you can tell mm. who's who.
0: Let's get out of here. I've been underground so long, I feel like a toadstool. Let's what a molly crew. So.
1: Shipwreck and Snake Eyes are out of the tunnel. They've come up on, I mean, Skid Row, basically. Some real, real sleaze bags here in Enterprise City.
0: I have them. They're moving into the
1: At least I think so. It is pitch black and I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's
1: got a cannon. I really like that animation as well. I think I mentioned it when I saw it in that. They use it in the opening or the credits or something. That ro- that roll of fire he mm-hmm. does. Some of the animation in this, I mean, like, I, I like to make fun of it because I, it, there is a lots of funny stuff in it. But some of this animation, they, like, I don't know. It's like they put more effort into some parts of it than others. Just like they're standing on that cliff and it's, it's animated and so it's not like a matte painting or whatever you call the, you know, the backgrounds that they paint so you can tell that something's going to happen to it in advance yeah. because you can see that it's animated separately from the clip.
2: I love watching I cartoons with that. that. It makes it so yeah. nice.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just red water! <laughs> no. I think it's we ketchup. Just, Did you hear the squirt, the squirt sound? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Our next episode: Snake Eyes and Shipwreck encounter an unexpected ally in the slums of Enterprise City, and Alpine shatters the mountain of glass. Ah, oh, major blood! While Roadblock, airtight and footloose, battle their way through the ancient city of the dead, past giant clay warriors in a desperate attempt to prevent the Crimson Twins from planting another one of the mysterious control cubes. Now it looks like they're going
1: to be pretty successful based on that preview. <laughs> <laughs>
2: One like, of the things I, I really, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, it just I feel like there's so many figures that were left on the table, for from this from the cartoon, so many. It's,
1: well, you know, it's funny. There was always so much stuff that was left out of the vintage line. You know, I talked a lot about them not making a Billy or a Quinn or Doctor Venom when I was a kid, and but yeah, you're right. They glossed over a ton of stuff in the cartoon. There's stuff that you know that is only just now being realized in any format because of Super Seven. They made that yeah. robot. They made the Temple of the Dead. There's uh you know, there's a bunch of that figures, regardless of how you feel about Super Sevens like articulation system or the design, it's still stuff that we've never seen before, which I think is is actually quite a shame that there's so many little, you know, treasures left on the floor the playing room floor that they could have developed instead of making you know a yet another snake eyes storm shadow destro uh but it's i guess it's tough right there they were afraid yeah. that there would not be enough interest in such a specific character that's only used at uh, you know once basically that they it wouldn't have enough appeal so tough decision but still stuff that to this day i'm like right, give it to me you know i would buy it now in a heartbeat regardless of what yes. it is one of the things I really like about um, these miniseries, especially, is that um, they jump around a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. You know, when Larry Hama writes the GI Joe comic, he once said, "As the storyline is wrapping up, I like to have already, I like to already be invested in another story, so that way you're kind of always following somebody's exploits, no matter what." At, point in the journey that you're at and I think the cartoon this is a perfect example of kind of a similar theme I had mentioned before that when I played with G.I. Joes these were a big influence on me because they are hitting a bunch of different environments and they would so they'd have all these separate teams trying to do their own thing and I thought that was a really fun and interesting way to play where you had to build specific G.I. Joe teams for every you know, uh, scenario where where they're going, who they're going to fight, and stuff like that, and it made you think outside of the box a little bit and utilize the team more like a team, instead of just being like these seven Joes that you all know and love or fighting Cobra. Everybody's got a part to play. This more so because you have stuff like so they guys in shipwreck, you know, doing undercover work. They figured out what the cubes are for. You got the guys on the satellite that are also an instrumental part of the, because they, you know, that's where it kind of everything links up. And then you've got people at the cubes itself. I think it's great. I mean, I think Pyramid of Darkness is extremely good. It's one of my favorites. Although there are no five-parters that I feel like are are poor at any level. They're, they are, to me, the best, you know, examples of the G.I. Joe cartoon, period. So, Jaren, two episodes in now. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, how are your How are your thoughts developing on the G.I. Joe cartoon?
2: I'm I'm loving it. I mean, I, I knew coming into it I was gonna love it. I love cartoons. You know, there's not there's hardly a cartoon I won't watch. I mean, now that I have kids, like, they turn stuff on, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, because I enjoy it even, even you know, when we make fun about the, you know, when we pause it and it's got bad art, but, you know, it's it's what it is. Um, You know, but I do enjoy the art, I mean, because I I can't draw a stick figure, you know, so um, I really appreciate seeing, you know, all the talented people that are doing it. Um, But, yeah, I think you're absolutely right, like, seeing how they do this and, you know, I, I, same thing. I mean, I didn't have, his, like, Joes, but I remember taking my toys out, and I would have, these guys are doing this thing, and these guys are doing this thing. And, like, it, this this cartoon seems to be the perfect way to, like, inspire you to do that with your Joes. You know, oh, well, hey, here's, here's your more Arctic people. We're going to put them in this mission. We want to use them for their, you know, whatever they're doing. And here's, you know, here's Snake Eyes, and here's Shipwreck being an infiltrator. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> Um, you know, and in, in, it also, I mean, from a sales aspect, it's brilliant because you're getting the maximum amount of exposure for all these characters, you know, mm-hmm. when you yeah, watch yeah, this, they're... you see Alpine doing something funny and you're like, I want that toy.
1: Yeah. They're probably showcasing at least through the length of this series, every single figure that came out that, that specific year. So the figures yeah. that it would be on the shelf at that time, I'd say they're probably showing almost everybody. Uh, I mean, uh, certainly a wide margin of them. It's funny with these kind of of cartoons because I sometimes wonder... It's impossible for me to look at this cartoon with any other vision other than childlike eyes. I've watched them dozens of times. Uh, They were very definitive when I was young. But... When I try to watch other cartoons from this era, if it's something I haven't seen before, it really doesn't stick with me. And I usually I'm just kind of like, it's these little things that I think are charming in G.I. Joe. They kind of irk me in other stuff. I've tried to watch the Transformers cartoon many, many times. And I do not make it in, in... I don't even, I can't even scratch the surface of it. I just completely lose interest. So I often wonder if this cartoon is like kind of a relic of a lost time, as it's probably not being discovered by new, younger audiences. Um, I don't, you know, I tried to get my daughter invested in several cartoons from this era, and it just doesn't click at all. So I wonder, you know, is this cartoon permanently dated that it just will not attract new, you know, new viewers ever, basically?
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might have to test your hypothesis. I'm gonna see if my son enjoys it, cause he's uh, he's gotten to the point now where he'll come in my room and you know he'll see the he'll see the figures and he'll be like, I want a good guy and I want a bad guy, and he mm-hmm. likes to take them and he fights them. So, um, you know, he's three, so it might not be the target demographic for this, but he might he might actually enjoy it. So, well, uh, I, I might mean, have to test that
0: out.
1: I want to say I was probably five or six when the line started, so I was kind of the i would say the perfect demographic at that time um but yeah to definitely test that out i would love to know just in general if you're a, a watcher or a listener you have a young child that was that got into gi joe i'd like to hear about it i'd like to hear their impressions on it how it stacks up to other cartoons that they watch at that time and other cartoons from this era that they are interested in also because i think that's interesting to me all right, thanks so much for watching. Um, we'll be back in two short weeks. We'll, we're going to take an intermission from this cartoon, but I promise we're coming back to it. We've got to take a minute and catch up on some news. I had a big modern figure acquisition this week that I'm excited to talk about with you guys. Um, and, you know, we'll just do some house cleaning. We've got a little bit of catching up to do, and we'll, we'll kind of get all that tied up in my bow, and then we'll we'll get right back into this. We will finish this five-parter, I swear. I swear we will finish it.
2: I have to know the answers. <laughs> What's that? I have to know the answers. I have to figure out how oh, right. to get out I, of the ketchup. How do they get out of the lava?
1: <laughs> um, you can find us on social media uh, at anythingjoespod. That's both on Twitter and Instagram. Jared runs the Instagram and I run the Twitter. Uh, we also have a Facebook page at Anything Joe's. And you can, of course, find our YouTube channel at Anything Joe's also. You can email us also at podcast at gmail.com or pod at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Uh, and that's pretty much it. We are, we'll be back in two short weeks with, uh, news and acquisitions. And we look forward to talking to you then where anything's available for discussion here on Anything Joes.